Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I'm joined by... Hello, I'm uh, Marcus from Demon Hill. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. Congratulations on your new album. How pleased are, you with, how pleased are you with the responses so far from media and fans? I'm uh, very overwhelmed with the, with the interest there's been this time we are. We are hum- humbled and happy. What would you say is your favourite track on the album today and why? I think that will vary every day of the week. But, yeah. um, but one I'm really fond of is uh, Black Torches, which is one of the last songs on the album. It's, uh, I think it has quite a long journey from the beginning onto the, the final explosion lead part. And... Uh, it speaks to me in a way that it's adventurous, sort of dark, but it's really an, an optimistic song also. It is a really expressive and intense album, and it's sort of like ideal for these wintry, cold, shitty COVID day nights mm. to just chill and have a beer and have the candles lit around. So can you tell me what influenced and the inspirations behind the ideas to make such a solid doom infused album well um, i'm i'm happy you think so it's uh, i i've been thinking all along all along if someone wants this as their companion for for a winter night or in the years while they walk in a forest i think we've we've done what we sent out to do excellent so uh, mu- musically it's it's a uh, our guitar player Birk, who composed um, most of this album, and I, I wouldn't dare to guess his his influences, but he he has this ability to make very subtle and unheard melodies. I think you don't notice the first time you hear it, but if you give it a few listens and come into it and you're open to it, you'll find that the harmonies are not the usual ones and there's, there's a lot of depth in, in, in what he made. Excellent. Inspirations, inspirations for me as a, as a singer and a lyricist is a lot of literature, uh, mostly with weird fiction. You know, uh, Jorge Louis Borges, and Ursula Le Guin, things like that uh, keep my mind very occupied. Wow, awesome. Okay then, so let's try and forget that we have COVID and a virus going around. Do you have plans for the new year, for this year rather, for festivals or a small tour or even to hopefully try and get to the UK if things start to improve worldwide? We'd, we'd love to come to the UK and we'd love to come to come out again, to have uh, the chance of traveling. It's been, well, last year COVID didn't really put a stick in our wheel because we didn't have any life plans. We had just focused on the album the whole year. Um, but we recently got our release concert was supposed to be last week. That was clearly uh, postponed. But this summer, 
we hope to be able to have it with uh, our friends in Select and Shamlarain, both very brilliant bands that uh, I really, I really think people should check out. Then we have a, a tour, Europe tour with Select sometime this fall. Let's and hope it goes ahead. Hopefully more. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. said who you're going to be going on tour with there, but who would be your ultimate touring buddies? It's a it's a hard question. I think it would depend on the situation every time. It's a we once went on tour with a with a band called Ilwega from Gothenburg. Right. They play this ethereal folk music with, I think there are five or six people and it's all acoustic, two violins, guitar, and seeing them every night was an inspiration, really like going into to a new world every night. So I'd love to go on tour with them again to see them every day. But otherwise, there's a lot of musicians we respect and uh, a lot of good people that we'd love to spend more time with. Going back then, can you remember the first performance you ever did and how it felt to have people watching you? And was that the bug? How did you get the bug to become a vocalist? And do you play any other instruments? Well, the first, the first time I, I performed is... I think I was maybe five or six years old. My uh, my father's a musician, and I joined him on stage uh, in doing a Blues Brothers cover, a Rawhide, I think. Uh, <laughs> but actually, actually, I'm I'm mostly a guitar player and a drummer. At least before Demon, we'd been playing. I can't remember the first concert I played, but uh, probably somewhere in our school but uh, the, the first demon head concert was was really special it's at a, a collective i used to live at here or in copenhagen and the uh, first time i had to sing in front of people and that uh, went quite crazy i think it's just there's no stage everything is on the floor it's a tiny room and uh, you know standing there just with a microphone and screaming had people with my good friends. That was really, really something. We also played with the, with this band called Bottom Feeder, which is an right. excellent metallic, really raw sludge band from Denmark that used to exist. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the uh, they don't play anymore, and I think uh, the the drummer passed, but. I also recommend it to, to everyone who's into that sort of thing. Awesome. Okay, then. We can't get away from COVID, so here we go. You're stuck in quarantine for a year. Which musician or band, dead or alive, would you have with you? Oh, that's a, that's a very good question. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm really interested in... <clears throat> excuse me. In, uh, in the early electronic music you know tape music and feedback loops and, and i'm obsessed with this uh, composer called eliane radic okay. she's she's still 
alive, I think, but maybe in her 70s or 80s. Right. Uh, and to spend a year in a, in a lab with tape machines learning the things she can do, that uh, would make the time pass, I think. That sounds good. In a man. very nice way. <laughs> can you tell me then what's been the most memorable concert you've done with Demon Head? And hopefully when you do get up, go out on tour, will you be playing the whole album as a set? Uh, yeah, first when we go out, we'll be playing, if not all of them, then almost all of the songs. We've been re re-rehearsing them now after the album uh, was finished because as you noticed there's a lot of there's a lot of extra instruments on there there's acoustic instruments there's mellotron there's uh, synthesizers and mm -hmm. sometimes free guitars so we are rehearsing it now where i also uh, play some some different roles on other instruments and that's really fun i really look forward to that um your other question the most memorable concert yeah that's 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 a difficult one we've been lucky to have a lot of, of a lot of good times but i remember playing uh this squad in leipzig called uh oh what's the name i levy i think and it's just a it's a big old room with with a tall roof and like a sort of a corner stage there's no monitors there's just a huge pa and then a big room and i think we played at three o'clock in the night after another concert people were uh, really really into the vibe that night so i was just running around the whole the whole room and screaming and people were carrying me and guitar players were getting completely out of hand. Nights like that, that seems like uh, it's more part of an action movie <laughs> than than a musical uh, experience. I think I think uh, will be extremely nice to know to re you say re experience when you can. Awesome, and of course Denmark has quite a pedigree for metal and rock bands. Is there any growing up that especially influenced you from your home country? Well, I think Copenhagen has, has had a lot of influence <clears throat> in the sense that we've, we all come from the, from the DIY punk scene here. And, but, the, but the punk scene was really melted together with the noise and experimental music scene some electronic music a lot of underground metal and people go to either each other's concerts everyone shares their music and definitely that openness that you know it's not it's not limited to one genre it's a it's sort of a whole uh, what do you say a kettle oh, it's a it's a boiling pot where many things come out of it that you don't find elsewhere I definitely was inspired by that a lot. And then, of course, Merciful Fate, which is the uh, best metal band to come from Denmark. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Still going strong. Well, King Diamond is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, the M Merciful Fate was supposed to have uh, reunion concerts with the near-original lineup, 
in 2020. Right. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll never know. Yeah. Okay then. So if you could steal the credit for any song that's been written, which one would you choose and why? Oh, that's another good question. I think uh, uh, one that just jumps to my mind is uh, is Play With Fire by Rolling Stones. Okay. It's so simple and it's a I think it has a surface of being a, a quite simple ballad, but there's some there's something really sinister in the simpleness and under the under the surface. But I think I can listen to that song over and over and find something new every time. Brilliant, that's a brilliant answer, man. Okay, what song? That's all that song. What song sums up how you're feeling today? Uh, mm, that's a good. That's a really good question. Also, today I've been uh, taking a walk in uh, in the woods. Up to, uh, I'm in uh, Gothenburg visiting, so I've walked to this uh, this little mountain here where there was fresh snow on, and uh, I there's not a, a single song that comes to mind, but. And Briggs, you might know the folk artist, oh, made yeah. this song called uh, Snow Melts the Soonest. I think it's from the 70s sometime, nice. which uh, I was thinking of when I walked around today. Oh, nice. That's really good. Going back to the album, um, did you or would you maybe do like a live stream if things don't sort of pick up? Uh, would you, I, is that something you'd consider? I think we'll do. When we have a, a live concert again, we'll live stream it for sure. But uh, yeah. making a concert that's only a live stream is a bit, uh, it's not really, how do you say, appropriate for our way uh, of meeting right now because we are spread in, in three different countries Ireland, uh, Sweden, and Denmark. Right. So when, when we can do a live stream, we should also be able to do an actual concert. And we much prefer that. But who knows, you know, after a year more of this, <laughs> and, maybe, uh, uh, we'll be inviting everyone for a acoustic concert in our living room. Brilliant. Okay. Can you next give me four words to describe Demon Head? Another good question. I think uh, something along the lines of uh, we give it all. Would yeah, be that's fitting. Good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's a good one. Okay, next one is just like five questions, either or either. They're a bit daft. First one festival or small intimate gig? Yeah, small gig. Wine or beer? Beer. Carlsberg, yeah, or Tuberg? <laughs> Sorry? Uh, uh, yeah, Carlsberg, Tuberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Lego or PlayStation? Lego. Cool. Hans Christian Andersen or Joe Biden? 
I, th- I think that'd be H.C. Uh, Anderson for sure. I don't know why that just came into my head that way. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, bacon or beer? Sorry? Bacon, Danish bacon or beer? Yeah, that, that would be beer. I'm a vegetarian, so no bacon for me. Cool, beer again. <laughs> okay, well, I want to thank you for your time for this evening and for the excellent album. Um, hopefully we do get to see you over here in the UK or if not we'll catch you in Belgium or somewhere in Europe once everything gets back to some kind of normality do you have any final words for our listeners and viewers just uh, that we are very happy and humbled by everyone who's taken the time to listen and uh, we can't wait to get out on the road again (laughs) 